Welcome to Practically a Fabringen, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidus. Here's our hosts, Menachem Poznanski and Rabbi Meir Pricker. Welcome back to Practically a Fabringen. This is Menachem Poznanski. I'm joined here with my Rebbe mentor, Rebbe Meir Prager. We're still in the introduction phase of Tanya, just exploring what the Sefer of Tanya is, what Chabad Hasidus is, and how this remarkable book can change our perspective on life and change how we view the world. This episode makes up the third installment of our initial conversation about Tanya, looking at the role of Fabringen, the role of Tanya, and how perhaps looking at Tanya through the lens of Fabringen changes the entirety of the experience of it. Before we begin, I want to encourage you to follow us, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, give us a five-star review. It helps us get the good messages out. Here's Rib Mayer. It's interesting. There's another point that, um, and maybe this is what the magic that that uh, we find when you learn Tanya this way. Is that he writes himself in the the Hagdom of Tanya? He's, he wrote this because people want to come to meet him, and they, and there's just not enough time, and you can't meet anybody. And I guess he also saw in the future, you know, it's not always. You know. So he wrote it. He says, and he actually writes this. This is amazing because he never in the whole sefer there's no reference to himself at all. It's almost he writes it like I. I'm quoting the Bakshantiv and the Morale and other ones. Like he, he writes it, um, uh, it's called Lukuti Ambaram, which means collections of sayings, almost like making it like it's nothing original. But anybody who reads it knows that it's original from every single page. But he writes in it where he says, all the questions that somebody would have I put, is put in, is in here. He put himself in here somehow. He wanted it to be a Yechidus experience. And if you learn it the way the author intended it to be, then it has the effect that it's supposed to happen. It's very important to know, let's say someone's listening to music. When you hear their history of music, it's a completely different experience than if you're just sitting on the side. It's like, hey, that's a nice piece. You know, it could be a nice piece when you don't know the history about it. It's just a nice, it's a nice tune. But when you hear the struggles, you knew the you knew the composer, you know who he was and what it, what it was and who what he's trying to convey. The music is a completely different point. When you you know that the Alter Eber meant that Tanya is a Yechidis, it's a personal audience with Alter Eber of answering all your questions in life and setting a path. Then your experience in learning that way. It's going to be a completely different experience than if you're just learning it as a. It's, just, you know, it's, it's one of the classics. <laughs> it's, it's not he, he he didn't write it as a classic. He wrote, he wrote it as Yechidis. Mm. So you're saying like if we're <laughs> yeah. sitting in Fabringing in Tanya, so we're like Fabringing with the Alter Rebbe. I mean, not yeah. to be uh... <laughs> absolutely. That's yeah, it's it's absolutely true. You know, uh, meaning more than any other safer you're saying. Because of the way that it was yeah. written, that's what you're, you're saying. Like this is different it, than other svarim because the yeah, the, the intention the, the, the of the author, the intention of the author is very very different than why authors 
write other books, what they're, what they're trying to accomplish in writing the book. And he, the author Rebbe spends a lot of time in the introduction letting us know exactly why he wrote it. What exactly, in that way, like I'm writing it because the, the, the time is not available and I want to write answers to all the questions because I don't want you to have to forget. I'm going to give you advice and then you'll go home and you'll forget what I said and you need spiritual instruction and you won't be there. And then you're saying that that gives the book a certain energy of being a personal yechidis, a, a personal, intimate, private meeting with a tzaddik, which is a big part of the the whole of Hasidus, the whole of Has- the Hasidus movement is the idea of Hasidus, of a Yechidus with a tzaddik, which was something, as I understand it, that's something that someone might spend five years, ten years preparing for, just to go and be intimately alone with the tzaddik and reveal oneself and to get spiritual guidance and advice. And what you're saying is that the Alter Rebbe wrote into the book the intention to try to capture some of that energy. Oh, he he doesn't feel that he tried to. He feels that he did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. You, sh- it's interesting that that the Chassidim of the Alter Rebbe used to they used to consider the day they had their yichidus, their private audience with the Alter Rebbe, as their yom as the birthday. They used to celebrate that as their birthday. It was they found they heard their calling. Mm. So yeah, so we're learning and uh, in it like that. But also, he adds well, another beautiful line to it, knowing that not everybody is going to get it. So he's he's asking people who do understand more to connect to other ones and teach and talk to each other. You help the other guy. You know, don't don't say you don't know anything. See if you got one line, you understand something, Ventanya. You got part of this message, and you tell it to somebody else, and that interaction between chassidim is you're going to unravel what it is again. That's not a regular learning book. You don't have that in other books where they tell you, you know, in the Shalos and Shuvah, they're saying, uh, if you don't get this, then go to your rav and find out. And he wrote it, and he also tells you. You might not get it. So the reason why you're not getting it is because you, you got to find somebody else to talk to. This. It's like a Fabringen. It so like, like they say in uh, in my world, in the recovery world, they talk about how you can't get it till you're giving it away. It sounds to me like that's part of this. It's like part and parcel of the experience of Tanya is maybe not even giving it away, but even preparing oneself. Sharing it. Sharing it. Readying oneself to share it. Yeah, because I would imagine if he's writing, if you're having a hard time getting it, then why don't you just learn it again? Right. <laughs> learn it again. Why don't you just keep learning until you get it like everything else? Right. Because you're not. If you're learning alone and you just think it's just another classic and you're not going to connect with another Jew, you're not going to, you're not going to get it. So the learning so is really a, the learning is really a, pre, a prerequisite for fabringing in the Tanya. Right. The learning of Tanya yeah. is just the preparatory step towards actually for bringing it, with Tanya. It needs to get close to you. If you're not talking to your close people, then it ain't close to you. Kikar Lacha. Wow. Kikar Lacha. It needs, it has to be carved. Speak to the people with you, around you, bring people closer, make it close. That's part of the process. It's Tanya is more than just a safer of the, uh, like anything else. And therefore, it, it, it's, it needs to be learned differently. There's probably no exact way of learning it because every Jew is different and everyone's unique. 
Everybody has another take. Everybody's right. Everybody's going to find a new place, another part, another message, you know, uh, uh, another message. So we, that if, reminds me. Yeah. Go ahead. So we just have four minutes left. So just to kind of capture a little bit, what would be kind of a final component or another piece, another aspect of Tanya that you'd want to... Right away in the beginning, we see it's interesting in Chabad, it's been the custom to learn the whole Tanya, to, re, to, to go through it every year and from beginning to the end. And beginning to the end also has, we also read the approbation, the uh, letters of recommendation, the Haskamas of Zusha Anapola and Yehuda Leib, two, two students of the Magid. <clears throat> and I, I was always amazed by it because you read it and it's, you know, it doesn't really tell you much about Tanya itself, but they basically say, don't print it for five years. You know, there's a Gvul, you know, someone said, why, why are we talking about it? You know, it doesn't really tell Susha and the other one. They're pretty much writing pretty much the same about, uh, you know, thanks to the printers and don't reprint it for five years. I don't, I never really saw a good answer of why it's there, but my personal take, because it's is that the story goes like this. When Altair first wrote Tanya, he sent two, he sent copies to the city where Zusha and Yodelay were living. They're living in the same city and, he, and, and they get, they both got copies and they both read it and they finished it somewhere in the middle of the night they couldn't put it down they they ran and they ran out of the house to go to the other guy's house to say you know did you read this and they met in the middle of this they met somewhere in the middle and they're both like two great great souls two great students master Hasidic masters and they're like amazed by it you know and uh, and they both went home and they wrote that's comma. And they both wrote not to reprint it. What I took away from it, what do they worry about? This is going to be, this is just like, you know, in the, today we have it with the WhatsApp. The second somebody has something good, they keep send, they send it over to everybody. They make copy and paste, copy and paste. You know, sometimes they take out the author's name, they take out everybody's name, just, you know, make it their own, send it out, and it gets sent out right away. And that's what happened in those days. And they're like, this is going to be everywhere. And there's a lot invested in this guy. And, you know, the, the printers need to make a living. And they were worried about the printers. They were worried they make a living. And I think that's the point of Chassidus. Chassidus at the end of the day is you have to be worried about the next Jew. Mm. Oh, he's making a living. How, you know, uh, it was uh, once I heard there was once, um, I don't know if I told you the story last time or not, there was a Chassid uh, that came by the Rebbe, a Shliach, passed by the Rebbe by dollars, and they asked him about a certain other Jew. Um, and he says, yeah, he's my friend. He says, how's he doing Parnassa? He says, I don't know. He says, that's called a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing over here. You learn what a friend is. I think that, that their, their haskama shows us what the end result of this Tanya is supposed to be. You're worried about another Jew. You make sure that he's making a living. You make sure that he's comfortable. You make sure people don't get hurt. You make sure to bring out the best in everybody. That's the... Uh, 
to be continued. So it's uh, it's a really great ending to what we were talking about. You know, we're gathering here in our offices. You're in your office where you do your business, and I'm in my office where I do my business, and we're good friends. And uh, it takes a lot to to really try to pull away from the mundane aspects of life and really bring in this incredible work, spiritual work, and maybe to try to understand it a little bit together. Together, and I think that's uh, that's what practically if I bring in is all about. So that's a good thing, and hopefully. We're looking forward for all the listeners. Uh, we're going to try to make our way through Tanya and touch on some of the themes. It won't be um, it won't be a class. We're not going to be going through each chapter in inside or at all. But really, Mayor's going to focus on capturing the, the themes of Tanya and really bringing them down to a level that's close to our hearts and close to our lives, um, and a way that hopefully will bring us close to one another, um, to to each other, and also to the, to you, the audience. So uh, we're th- so thankful that you. Uh, you had us here, you had us with you, and um, grateful to be here. Have a great day. Everybody. L'chaim. L'chaim. <laughs>